Okay, so uh, the recording just started, man. How's things going? Things are going great. Hell yeah, man. That's great. I'm uh, sorry, you know, the last time we did this, it didn't record, but honestly, that was that was a terrible podcast. We had we had a hurricane. Uh, my son was not having a good night, and my internet went out because of the hurricane. Everything was crazy over here in uh, Jersey, so I, I'm happy that now um you know we're able to do take two and i think also like we're kind of uh more loose with it than we were on thursday so it's been a few days um i really liked all the stories you told and i hope we can go over those again uh and just kind of get into everything um you know you you uh you did uh you're one of the few people i know that did um college and trade school. I know people that did trade school. I know people that did college, but you're one of the people that did both. So I thought you'd be uh, just a great guest to have on the podcast and just share kind of, uh, you know, your thoughts on that. Um, on. Right on. Yeah. So uh, without any further ado, man, go ahead. Take it away. All right. My name is Kevin Wilson. I'm residing in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, when I was in high school, uh, I was in a, a program called Digital Design. And uh, in, this, in this class, we helped make the public access TV show. And uh, that, was, that was put on every week. And so the last two years of high school, I was mostly just running around with the camera, you know, making little skits and doing funny shit. You know, I actually made a, a claymation and... Uh, and I also uh, fell in love with Photoshop. So my thoughts were, okay, I want to become a graphic designer, graphic artist, you know, uh, something along that lines, because I was into music and very artistic person. I mean, so, and also, man, those, sorry, I didn't cut you off, but those, uh, those classes, like those, those videos, I remember being in school and like, um, there was a lot of clubs that got, got kind of made fun of or whatever, but like those, that club was like the coolest kids. I felt like, I mean, not necessarily like the most popular kids always, but it was the kids that had like, that was just the coolest club to be in. And uh, that whole, the classes, the program, it wasn't just a club. It was like a program and those, those classes and everything were awesome. The teachers were awesome. The, 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 the show was cool. It was kind of like, like SNL kind of, but the kids made it every, uh, you know, week and stuff. Um, so I, I always thought that was great. I wish we would have had that at, um, you know, at the school I taught at, uh, you know, a couple years ago. I, I just, I really, because they, they, they wanted to do stuff like that, but they didn't have the budget, I feel like, that we had back in Ohio. Um, so yeah, you, you got into digital design and you got into graphic design and then you went to school. So sorry, sorry to cut in, but go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, so one of the things about the program was uh, you were, you know, upon graduation, you know, just normal, like a normal high school graduation diploma and everything, uh, I was awarded $1,500 to go to our local community college for graphic design. I had so no idea they did that. Yeah, so that's exactly, that's exactly what I did, you know. I went to pursue my dream and uh, went to just a regular old community college. Uh, 
the first year it went pretty good. Um, and, uh, but kind of as I was getting, I was still, I was still a young dude, you know what I mean? I was, you know, I wanted to party. I wanted to have fun with my friends and like you, you know, you guys were still in high school technically when I was in college, cause you're just a greater, yeah. a greater two under me. So yeah, I was those seven. So I was still trying to have fun with you guys, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, get my work done. So kind of, um, I felt like I was almost, almost too young to start college. Um, because I just wanted to have fun. So my second year, I kind of started withdrawing from some classes and, and, uh, not getting as focused as maybe I sh probably should have been. Um, but that was just me, you know? I mean, it's, it's a lot of people too, dude. I, I, I straight up, like, I didn't go, I went to St. Clair also. And I got some pretty funny stories about St. Clair, actually. I don't, I don't know if you did this too. I'm going to ask you here in a second. But, uh, with St. Clair, man, like, I, I straight up, like, I didn't go uh, right when I graduated. I didn't go until I was, like, I think I didn't start until I was 21. And uh, because I, I just, I was too busy partying and goofing around. I thought I was going to be Stephen King, man. I thought I was going to come out of high school and just uh, publish a book. And, like, I thought I was going to be a writer. And, um that didn't, it just, it just wasn't working out. I, I, I was, uh, I thought I was gonna be a writer or a, or a rapper, actually. <laughs> and neither yeah. one of those career paths were for me, man. Hey, hey, and me I, too, man. Yeah, we used to, we used to freestyle in the car. <laughs> we just and I, uh, driving around killing it, dude. Just yeah. fucking ripping on each other. And, yeah. And, yeah, man. We, we had actually, some me and you, we had, I don't remember this, we had a freestyle battle on stage at, uh, Let's take Sally's. <laughs> How could I? Yeah, that was that was like the that was like that's eight miles. That was the highlight <laughs> of my rapping career, man. Me too. That was the only time I was on stage rapping. It was a lot different. But oh, nah, dude. man, I remember. Um, I think I won. But uh, <laughs> but nah, but uh, with that, like, I remember going to um to Sinclair, man, and like I was if I would have gone when I was nineteen, I don't think I would have finished. So I went when I was twenty one. I like took two years off. Or a year and a half off, whatever. And uh, when I went in, I, I, you know, I stuck with it and I, I got my degree. Um, and when I was there, though, I remember the cafeteria at Sinclair, um, which I'm gonna talk about this now. I don't care. It, it wasn't really stealing, but it was pretty much stealing. I don't know. But tell me what you think. So when you went in, they had two different cheeseburgers, right? One of them was like a dollar fifty. And one was like three bucks or something. It was like twice as much because it was a way better burger. And they also let you put your own toppings on the burgers. So I would take the burgers to the topping stand and I would switch their wrappers and, then, <laughs> and put the topping on what I wanted. And then I would come in with the dollar fifty burger, but it was really the dollar fifty wrapper on the three dollar burger. <laughs> and I would, I would buy my burger, man. <laughs> I was because I was broke, and I remember just yeah. I didn't have my little meal plan or whatever where you get the free food. So I had to pay for my food and uh, I was taking the damn bus down there because I didn't, you know, I didn't drive at the time. So I had to take the bus down there and I was, you know, I was broke. So I had to get my burger, but the dollar burger was like this big, man. It was about a, a mm -hmm. thin as a playing card. So I was like, nah, man, I had to, I had to fleece them a little bit. So it was, it was like stealing. I paid, <laughs> I did pay money. I just didn't pay full price for that burger. <laughs>
Nobody wants to pay full price retail. I didn't make that up either. I think Corby showed me that. Did you ever do that? Um, no. I mean, I did some slice. <laughs> I did some slice shit with a cell phone one time. Uh, mm. the a cell phone. You know, when you dropped your cell phone in water, it had that little red st- that turned red, the sticker that turned red and said it had water damage. Oh, I know well, where you're going with this. I took I took that red sticker off, and I taped a piece of tissue paper, like where where the red sticker would be, so that it just was looked like a white sticker. And I I turned it in. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my phone. It's just not working. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, here's a new one. So instead Man. of paying three hundred dollars <laughs> for a flip phone back in the early two thousands, I just uh, just fucking gave him a water damaged phone. And wow. uh, yeah, dude. So your crimes mean, are a lot more elaborate. <laughs> you can't get away with shit anymore nowadays, dude. No, nah, man. Now those now burgers are probably sealed. Your phone thing—they don't even have that sticker anymore. <laughs> well, hey, uh, my bad though. So, so you're going to Sinclair, and you you ended up partying too much, and kind of just dropping out of classes. So then what happened? Well, I decided to just kind of go to work um, and maybe have two jobs and just start saving money, you know, to try and move out and be an independent young man and all that. So I got that job at Donato's that we worked at together and uh, became management. Kind of And tossing them pies, player. <laughs> right. I went into management, and uh, so then I was like, hey, I want to go back to college, and maybe I want to go for uh, business management. So I went back for one semester for, for business management and then figured out that I didn't want to do that either. That was a very small part of my life that you probably don't even know. Maybe you do. Maybe you do remember that. But No, nah, I remember you uh, going back to school. Yeah, I went back to school for business, for business classes thinking, oh, maybe I just want to own my own business. And now I got management experience, so I thought I was a big dog or something. But anyway, what, what this all led up to was me still working in the restaurant industry, you know, at, at you know, 27, 28 years old. Um, and I decided uh, I wanted to get a factory job. So I got this factory job and it kind of got my left side of my brain working a little bit more about like how machines work and stuff. Yeah. And I finally decided that, hey, maybe I'll just try tech school. You know, it's only one year. Um, I just had to bust my ass and, uh, you know, get this certificate. And I chose HVAC because it seemed like a little bit of everything. You know, it seemed like a little bit of plumbing, you know, a little bit of carpentry, um, you know, sheet metal skills, and obviously the refrigeration, you know, part was is very intriguing and it's very scientific on how that all works. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's like, it's plumbing, but you're not dealing with, like, you know, plunging toilets and shit like Super Mario, so it's a little better. Yeah, and it's, you know, fitting stuff up and around, you know, uh, you know, wood and stuff like that, like crawling up in attics and stuff, so I mean, there's you know, there's a little bit of carpentry involved, you know, with cutting stuff out and hanging ductwork up and stuff like that, so. No, yeah, I mean, and I'm not really knocking plumbers. I think it's awesome, too. But uh, with, uh, with 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 uh, tech, uh, trade school or tech school, either, uh, are they the same thing? Trade school, it's like the same, pretty much. They're interchangeable, I think. I think, I, I, I use it as the same term. Uh, yeah, I think so. The trades, I consider to be like you know uh 
you know, plumbing, electric, HVAC, carpentry. Uh, tech okay. school might involve like, you know, vet, vet, vets and, you know, uh, okay. and stuff like that. So. All right. That's cool. That was, Maybe right, that's, interesting. that's the difference. And it, I always thought it was like, because I remember like looking at like a pamphlet one time or a meme or something and uh, they were comparing it with college and they were saying like a college you had to do, you know, two years or four years. Trade school was like, you know, it's like based on as fast as you get it done. So you could do it in one year if you did all like the, the classes or sometimes it took you two years. Like it was like an hourly based thing instead of like credits. Is that, am I saying that right? Or yeah, the class uh, the class was supposed to last for, for one year, and I had to attend so many hours within that year time frame to graduate. So it's, it's, it's more or less like 80% of your grade is just showing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's the same with college, really, just showing up. I mean, I remember, right. like, with me, I, when I was at Sinclair, I had to graduate with uh, – um, they they changed from quarters to semesters and when they did that i um a couple of my classes i had to retake so even though i passed geology they wanted me to take it again right and i was like i already passed geology and they're like yeah but um you know now we're we're semester school instead of quarterly so your credit doesn't you know isn't valid anymore and then i had to retake like a college algebra or something again and i retook geology and i passed it and then they told me how to retake the math class and i was just furious i was like man you know this is right after like corbin josh died and everything was kind of just falling apart and i was just like you know what yeah. my sister asked me she said you want to move to new york and i was like yeah and i moved there so the only class i needed was that uh like a math credit or whatever to graduate and then i would have my degree in writing and um uh, I had take when I got my my when I was done at uh, my bachelor's degree. I remembered that and I was like, man, I've taken like two math classes. I bet I could get it. So I called Sinclair and I told him what happened. And they're like, yeah, send us a copy of your transcript. So I did. So this like I went from having no degrees to all of a sudden like boom, I got both of them. I got my associates and bachelors at the same time. It was like and then nice. right then I started teaching um that summer with the the fellowship but uh but yeah so i asked you like to come up with like a couple like stories like it could be horror stories or something awesome and you you had a couple great ones when we first tried to do this podcast before uh zoom just deleted the video or whatever so uh please retell the the story with the cat or whatever one you want to go with first all right. Well, basically, what I remember us talking about is like, explain like what your worst day would be. So I think that's how I worded it. Yeah. Basically, this is uh, you know, one of the one of the worst days, you know, in the HVAC, residential HVAC, you know, kind of starts out with, all right, you got, you know, you have to turn, you have to tear out this giant unit, which is like an oil burning furnace. You know, inside of this old man's basement, who's got a lot of shit everywhere, and he's not going to move it for you because he's old. So, upon having all this shit all over the place in his basement that he's accumulated over the past, you know, 40 years that he's probably lived in that residence, he's 
you know, an old man by himself, and he's probably has about eight cats just just chilling in his in his living room. He's got like one on his lap, you know, two on his shoulders, one on his head. Like this dude is just like cover head to toe in cats, and he's just loving it. You know, got pussy all over. Save <laughs> yes. some pussy for the rest yeah. of us, man. <laughs> like, uh, but this dude's got uh, he's got like a big old like family pack of meow mix just torn open in the middle, just like torn open in the middle of his living room, just chilling. You know, and these cats are just, you know, coming from outside of the house. You know, inside. I wonder if, like first he had like you know, fifteen different cat bowls for food and water. And then eventually it was just like, screw it. <laughs> like, I'm ripping the bag. Whoever lives, lives. <laughs> you like, remember you know, any cat's names or anything? Or like, <laughs> yeah, this this guy, very old, probably in his 80s. You know, his, his wife, you know, may have passed away, and this is just the way he wanted to go out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this guy's probably gonna get eaten alive, or maybe not eaten alive, but once, like, he's just gonna die in that chair one night, and these cats are just gonna start picking at his body. Because they're going to run out of Meow Mix eventually, you know. <laughs> I bet his wife wouldn't let him have any cats. And then finally she died, and he's like, screw it. I'm getting every cat I can. <laughs> and he, he called the vet and was like, I want all of them. All of them. <laughs> you know, it's to the point where you could smell, you could smell the ammonia, the you know, the cat, that cat furry fucking pee cat smell from the garage outside. Damn. Well, People like, probably thought he was selling weed, but it was just cat pee. You know, <laughs> but you know you don't you don't really meet people until you go into their house you know what i mean like you can meet someone on the street and be like oh yeah they seem like a normal person you know but as soon as you walk in somebody's house that's when you really meet these people and that's that's kind of what i deal with every day you know everyone's yeah it's like an episode of orders you know everybody's everybody's got their thing but yeah, dude, I spilled like a whole bottle of paint thinner in that basement by accident, and you could still smell over, the paint, over the paint thinner. <laughs> like, yeah, it just so smelled like cat pee with a hint of paint thinner. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get home and fucking just throw my my clothes in a garbage can and set it on fire, dude. I mean, <laughs> the at that point the company can can reimburse me on my on, my, on a uniform, so. Man, that's hazard, hazard pay, man. Hazard pay as fuck. Yeah, it's it sounds just like one of those like hoarder episodes. Like, but you know, I remember when I get... went out, I didn't want to clean. I would watch hoarders and then like feel better about not cleaning my room because it was like, look at them. I, at least I don't have like a dead cat under like eighty years of newspapers. But yeah, that's that's insane. So then what happened? <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, when it com- I mean, when it comes down to it, you know. You gotta help. You gotta help these people get heat, you know, or cooling, you know, regardless of how junky their house is, or if it smells bad, or, you know, or if they're an asshole customer or whatever. You just gotta, you know, you gotta meet in the middle and just say, hey, you know, we're here, we're here to help you, you know. So that's that's basically it, you know, you know, that's that's a pretty bad day, you know, when you gotta deal with, you know, people bug infested, kind of, you know, houses and stuff. It's it's not fun to deal with. But you know, oh, hell no. But what one of my, uh, like what as I was far as uh, is that is that regular? Or is that with like the outliner? Was there any other like 
if yeah, if you saw like you know, I don't know, like a house every day for thirty days, how many do you think would be like kind of nasty like that? I would say about like one in every ten houses is one that's like almost maybe like three bad houses a month. That's not too bad. Yeah, like 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 usually most of the houses are pretty pretty bearable. You know, and I do commercial too, so sometimes I'll be on a a commercial job, um, and they're done. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, they're they're done at three thirty every day. Where with residential, I'm not done until the job is complete. Damn. So yeah. some, you know, I got I'll be out from you know I gotta be at the shop at seven thirty in the morning, and sometimes I won't get back to the shop until five o'clock at night. What was it about like trade school that made you feel like it was? Because I think like with if I had to guess, probably like the reason I would have rather done trade school than college is like, you know, if I wanted to be a writer, I would just take writing classes, which those are my favorite classes. I remember writing, I had like uh, beginner uh, storytelling, then I had like just uh, advanced creative writing, and I had like writing the novel and stuff. It was like the classes that were about writing, I really liked. I didn't want to retake all the type of classes I took in high school. Like I wouldn't want to retake history and science and everything else. I'm glad I did because I ended up becoming a science teacher. But, um, you know, it, it just was all these sociology classes and stuff. I, I didn't really want to take those. So for you, was it like that trade school just focused on the one job? Is that why you think it was better suited or what, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it made things a lot easier, you know, um, you know, when studying and stuff like that, it was all, you know, you're still dealing with the same vocabulary um, and uh, maybe some new vocabulary, obviously, with each chapter. But, uh, you know, it's all the same subject matter. So uh, it can be a little, you know, a little disorienting when you've got to do an art class, an English class and a math class. You know, and you got a, and you got you know finals for all three. Yeah, that could be, that could be a little disorienting, you know, to try and do because it's that's three different things that your brain has to think about. So and dude, what kept kicking my ass was Spanish. Holy crap, man! I just couldn't pass it. Like I, I failed it. Um, I failed it my first year. I had to retake it in summer school, and then I had to take Spanish too because you needed two credits. And I, I was going to take like uh, maybe I'll just take sign language you know, because I heard that was easier, but they're like, no, it has to be two consecutive, so it had to be like Spanish one, Spanish two, French one, French two, something like that, sign language one, sign language two, I couldn't switch, I was like, dang it, and the only reason I passed Spanish two was the extra credit, she gave me so much, she let me do as much extra credit as possible, and like, that's the way I kind of work, even to this day, like, anything extra, I'll always do it, because I want to just get everything done, and it kind of makes up for anything I mess up, you know, so I just kept doing extra credit and like uh, I had to like go to a restaurant and order food in Spanish and I had to um, sing a song in front of my whole class in Spanish. I had to cook a dish in Spanish. Could be anything. It had to be Spanish food. But if it was, I think you got extra extra credit. And then I had to write the recipe for the dish that I cooked and bring in the dish for everyone to eat. It was a pain in the ass. But nice. You know, I just. You know, I just did all the stuff they wanted me to do. And I just was doing all this extra stuff, man. And uh, a lot of it was food-based. I was cool with that. Um, the only one that really sank was the song, but I did it. I don't remember what song. 
Uh, it was, I don't remember the name of the song, but I remember the, like, some of the words. It was, it was a pain in the ass. But yeah, um, there was no Spanish in trade school, right? So there you go. <laughs> Maybe I should have yeah. done that. Yeah, it's it's all about HVAC, you know, and they made it uh, pretty cool. You got the uh, the professors who've been doing it for you know probably ten plus years, and you know they're there to help you with your tests. Um, it was it was really easy. Like I, it w wasn't very much competition to be one of the best out of my class because we started out probably with about thirty people, and. Uh, it came down about halfway through. It uh, came down to about 10 of us. You so, were the best in your class? Oh, uh, no, you're saying because everyone dropped out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. like half, half the people dropped out, and everyone else didn't even really care, honestly. Like, I, I, already, I already had a job, like, in the field about halfway through. Everybody else was just there just to, just to say that they were there, I guess. Um, there was That's one wild. other kid one other kid who got a job um in hvac but come to find out he's not even doing hvac now so yeah that's always how it is that kind of reminds me of like i told you this last I was time dedicated. Like, yeah you know? that's 100 percent what it is it's like resilience you gotta just keep going it reminds me of like this this program we did um me and my wife actually both did it at the same time and we were both we didn't meet each other though until like three years later but the teaching fellows a lot of my friends did it and it was like they just they needed so many teachers that they would they would hire you as a teacher even though you only had your bachelor's but you had to they also paid part of your master's and you had to go to school at night and teach during the day and it was like just very brutal and the first and then to kick it all off you had like the first six weeks was like summer school you had to, you had to do that to get through the program get accepted all the way so you had to like first you had to write an essay in January, get approved. Then that summer, so like right when I graduated, I graduated in June. So then July and August, all the summer, I was doing summer school. And it ended on my birthday. I remember this. It was like the beginning of August. It was done. And um it was just brutal. I was teaching like third grade. I didn't know what I was doing. I had uh, you know, I had no air conditioning in my room. And they, they required that we wear a shirt and tie and, like, you know, oh. dressed up. So all my shirts, all my dress shirts were ruined because I sweat so much. There was, like, permanent pit stains. <laughs> and, like, the students were making fun of me because my phone, like, the whole screen was, like, shattered. It was, like, just cracked and just destroyed. And I remember on the last day, we finally got paid. And I went in there and, like, bought, um, I bought a brand new phone and I brought it in. The kids were like, you got a new phone. Like, teaching third grade, one thing I liked about it was, all the kids were so nice. Like at the very yeah. end, they gave us gifts. I've been teaching high school for five years now. Not one kid's ever given me a gift. I got like a, a card one time from like a, a, maybe a couple kids gave me a card. That was it. But these, these elementary school kids, man, they brought in like muffins that they made me. And like my name is written on the muffin and frosting. It was awesome. Like all this cool stuff. Yeah. They never, high school kids Mr. didn't care Clark. about you. Like, yeah, it just says Mr. Clark, like the whole thing. It was awesome. Like rainbow frosting, it was crazy, and um, they were just so awesome. They were great, but like, yeah, like a lot of people like we started with, they didn't make it. Like, like most, I remember the room was so full, and by the end, there was only like maybe five tables that had teachers that were still teaching at the last day when we got our little certificate. It was crazy.
Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it's kind of like what you were talking about. You know, there's a, you know, once we, they gave us a lot of time to study on the, for these tests. You know, I got a, a special EPA, um, uh, EPA card. Uh, it's a universal EPA card, so I can work with almost any kind of refrigerant except for ammonia. Funny enough, we bring up ammonia again. Unless <laughs> um, it runs on cat pee. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 a refrigerant, bub. <laughs> That's how they. That's how the fucking ice rinks stay fucking uh, iced up is with with ammonia. So, um, anyway, so yeah, like they gave us ample time to do our test, like almost too much time, like, and that's what I mean by it wasn't really very much competition to be one of the best because all the other kids fucked off, you know. But when it came came down to it, I had the better grades. That's awesome, know? man. So, and, it, and I was just like a B student, you know what I mean? I was. I mean, at the end, I probably got like a B overall, but, and that somehow winded up being, you know, one of the best grades in the class. If not, it probably was. If, if I wasn't first, I was second. Yeah. But, you know, out of 10 people, that's pretty damn good. So, yeah, man. It's like, uh, it's like that saying, like, even if you were running like, you know, one mile an hour, you're still laughing at everyone that's sitting on the couch. You know, you got to be right. But, all those other scumbags dropped out and did nothing. You know, they they, they didn't, they didn't finish. Yeah, it was but it was, it was hard. hard. That's why that's why it's good that you finished. Um, so you you were talking about the corporate gig you had to do, uh, or the commercial, not corporate, cor- uh, commercial gig. Uh, I remember you said it was at, at the kids' hospital. Uh, you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. Um, that was like one the of best my best day you ever had. Yeah, one of my best days I've I've had in HVAC is. With this new company, I just started working with them um, in September called Detmer and Sons out of Fairborn, Ohio. And um, you doing a plug right now? <laughs> That's cool. We, we need a sponsor. Honestly, we need a sponsor for the podcast. You're saying they're sponsoring the podcast. I got to I got <laughs> to represent my crew, man. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But yeah, keep going. Um, so yeah, so we do residential and commercial jobs. Um, the commercial jobs, a lot of them are dealing with, uh, Kettering medical centers, um, you know, offices and stuff that are being placed all around Dayton, Ohio. Um, and on this particular day, you know, they had about four of us come out and we had to replace, um, this giant outdoor unit for, what would be like a Ronald McDonald house, uh, you know, type, type of place, you know, this unit was huge. It's probably about like a 20 ton unit. Wow. And like, it got took out the old unit got took out with a crane and the new one got placed back in with a crane. And I was the guy that was supposed to connect all the refrigerant lines together. I was, this is me being put to the test of my, special brazing skills yeah and you don't want to mess up this because it's like cancer kids and stuff children's hospital right so brazing is basically like soldering uh except it's under much higher temperature so the melt soldered only needs to be about 200 degrees or so but to melt braze it has to be about 400 degrees or so so it's kind of it's it's not quite as hot as welding either, but it's right in the middle. 
All right, that's cool. I like this little technical stuff, man. This is awesome hearing you talk about this. Keep going. So it's the Connect Copper, and uh, you know, so this is this is these are big pieces of copper. Like I've never done this. I've never even done this before. So I was a little nervous, but I'm just like, uh, you know, it's just, you know, I've already been brazing, you know, in the factory for two years before I even started HVAC. So I have exceptionally good brazing skills starting out in HVAC, which in karate terms, like you were like a brazing white belt. And then now you're like, got like your brown belt or black belt now, like you're ready. Um, I'm definitely a black belt, dude, especially because after I got put to this test, this I, made you uh, the black belt then. Yeah. All right. Keep going. This definitely made me a black belt, dude, because I had six, uh, six, I did, uh, about 20, 20 of these joints on a, a inch and three quarter thick copper. And, um, it's like thicker than your thumb. Or actually, it's not not thick, but the the size is an inch and three quarters, almost two inches. Um, the inside, the uh, inside and outside diameter of the copper is not that big. Like it's not a two inch thick wall. Oh, okay. But the tubing is an inch and three quarters, uh, which is a lot bigger than I've ever dealt with before. And uh, so we got these old this old these old guys watching me do it. Got you know, some I got, girth to it. I got it all connected in before noon, and we put it all under pressure, and I didn't even have one leak. So, um, and I'm on my hands and knees, basically, with a with an oxyacetylene torch, getting into these small crevices. So, like, uh, I asked this before, but, like, just recap real quick. Just for perspective, um, the you said you didn't have any leaks, but, like, how, how common is leaking in this process? Like normally like you would have a leak you have to fix it. Like maybe have like one or two leaks here and there every job. What, what was it? I haven't had a leak all like, I mean, I might've had two or three leaks where I had to redo something all summer long. Okay. But still it's so, a big deal. Like you didn't have any leaks in this one. Cause it was like a huge colossal 20 ton thing. Oh yeah, dude. I thought for sure that I might have at least just one tiny little, you know, you know, you know, so, so small to where, you know, it's dropping pressure, but yeah, we held pressure for 20 minutes and, nice. uh, and this just filled with nitrogen. So, you know, before you release the refrigerant, you want to make sure that there's no leaks. So that's what we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, nice. it made me feel, it made me feel like a boss because, you know, like a superhero, man, you saved a bunch of, you saved a children's hospital. You know, and, and the, right, dude, like, that's fucking a dope-ass fucking thing to, to be able to say you did. And, you know, especially one of the older guys there, he was like, yeah, he's like, this guy's a rock star. I know who's going to be brazing my stuff from now on, you know, and he's been with the company for 20 years, you know. So that that yeah. made me feel like, wow, I must have a rare skill, you know. Yeah. If he's gonna the only thing I ever brazed was some pork one time. That's, <laughs> that's it. So, yeah, you, you do, you're doing it for real, man. Yeah, dude, it made me feel like a champion, man. And I was just like, that was the best day I've had in my career thus far. For, and I've been doing it for about three years now, so. That's what's up, man. That is. I remember, like, uh, last time I was in the children's hospital, my, my son was born. And I, it was wintertime, so they didn't have the AC on, but they had the heat going, but. Regardless, I remember the, the temperature was nice. It was at a good, it was at a good consistency. That's what you want. You don't want to be worrying about stuff like that. 
when you're at a hospital for your kid. So that's good. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any other stories you want to share? Or, uh... Um, I'd say that you know, if if uh, for anybody's listening who's considering tech school, um, definitely, I would I would definitely try and uh, find a, a solid first shift job that you know you can be done with by about three o'clock, and then you know that way you can get to your schooling you know by five o'clock or you know maybe even four if you need to and um and to just you know stick with it you know because I've, I've even thought about going back to tech school for something else um you know possibly you know like oh maybe i should go get my electrical or maybe i should go back and just get my plumbing you know or something like that nice. but um is it is they, do they have like a uh, any type of like scholarship or like financial aid for that, or like you got to pay out of pocket for tech school. Um, yeah, I had I had to take out a loan that actually, oh, wow. I actually still need to pay on it. So I'm probably yeah. I've been pretty bad about paying my student loans, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Believe me, I got but, my loan uh, from college, man. I should probably, I should probably start. Collect. <laughs> but yeah. I've only been out of I've only been out of school really for like. I don't know, two years, and they gave me like a year to, yeah, you know, before I can start paying it. So I'm really only about a year in interest. So, oh, but, yeah. um, yeah, like get get a solid, you know, morning job, and uh, you're not gonna have very much time for, you know, your girlfriend or anything like that, because, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be gone and away all day long. But you'll you'll get a, you'll get that certificate and you'll you'll feel accomplished with yourself once it's all said and done, especially even if you're not that good with, you know, with tests or anything like that, they help you out with it. So it's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in trades or if you're interested in some other kind of career. They have options. They have options for you. What's up? How'd they help you with the test? Uh, they would go, we would go over like a study guide. Oh, they help you study for like, I'm talking about the main tests. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like you're everything, like final everything exams. Was multiple choice. Yeah. Everything was multiple choice. Like there was like no essay questions at all. Um, I mean, in this, it, it got broke down fairly, fairly easily to where oh, yeah. as long as you paid attention, you know, you, you should remember the answer, you know, because it was repeated to you about 40 times um, once you before before you took the test. Like it was like two months of studying and then like, OK, here's the final. Like, oh, well, this should be easy. It was almost and the test was almost word for word. Like, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I remember like so like in New York, we have these things called like the Regents exam. Right. And they have one for like every main subject. So like I teach living environment which is like biology, they have uh, a regents exam. And I teach earth science, they have one. Um, English has one, global has one, US has one, all, you know, the history classes, uh, algebra has one, geometry, you know, so on, so on, chemistry, whatever. They all have these tests, right? And so teachers like, you know, in my first year, I didn't know what these were because we didn't have these in Ohio, you know? And then, um, you know, my, after that, like I kind of was like, oh, okay, I understand it. And then my second year, I'm like, hey, that's the same question from the first year. It's just worded a little different, right? And then 
Like there's a, there's a January one and a June one and an August one. So you, if you, if you grade them enough time and you just like pick up a copy or look it up online, whatever, uh, you can flip through it and you'll be like, Hey, that's the same question. So you kind of get hip to what's going to be on there. And there's so many things I'll tell the students like, Hey, this is going to be on it. This is going to be on it. This is going to be on you. And I always go over it. And like, maybe not every single thing is, but pretty much like nine out of 10, it's going to be on there, you know? And, uh, you don't get to grade your own. You got to grade other schools because, you know, you could, you would pass kids because every teacher we get rated on these tests. Right. So, um, I'm grading another school's test and like, dude, you have no idea how many times either they'll, they'll, cause like the, the multiple choice, obviously the machine grades, it, but the, the written ones, you got to grade. So either like a lot of kids, you just be, you open it up and they just leave the whole thing blank. They didn't even try. They just did the multiple choice. They wow. left the other ones blank. Or they'll, they'll actually go through and they'll write down, I don't know. Or they'll go through <laughs> and instead of spelling out, I don't know, they'll just write IDK. And it's so sad. Okay. Like, I guarantee this teacher went over this. I went over every Every teacher goes over this. And then when you when you get your, your results back and you see the kids that failed, it's like that kid wasn't paying attention. This kid was paying attention. You could tell, especially if their score. And it's like, come on, man. I went over because you can you can you got a copy of the test by this point. They'll give it to you afterwards. But it's like I know what was on the test. I graded the test. You know, I taught these things. You didn't pay attention because you only got a twenty. You know, or you only got a fifteen, or you only got a. You got to get fifty-five or sixty-five and up to pass, right? Unless you're special ed, you can pass with a fifty-five. But so it's like you, you, you failed these tests, and it's stuff I guarantee I went over. So I, I guarantee that happened kind of like. Do, do you think with the trade school, like there's stuff they went over? Like you're saying, like when you took it, obviously you knew, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, the stuff about brazing and stuff, temperatures, whatever. And it's like to you, it was easy. But do you think other kids? just bomb the test because they didn't care. They didn't pay attention or whatever. Yeah. There was a lot of people just that would actually just kind of hang their head and sleep. And uh, yeah, like there's, you know, I was, I, like I said, I was dedicated. I was interested. I wanted to learn because yeah, I, I didn't want to be just some, you know, average smuck working at a restaurant or a factory, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with working at a factory. I learned a lot of things there, but, you know, what pissed me off about the factory is that it was so hard to to level up there. Like, you had to have some massive seniority even to get a dollar raise. You know what I mean? Like, so. I just brought that up, man. What's, like, the worst job you ever had? After this, go ahead. Finish the factory. But after that, what's the worst job you ever had? Think about this. I mean, finish the factory. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But after the you worst, brought that up. The worst job I ever had? Man. You can dude. finish the factory thing. I didn't mean to cut you off with that. It was probably the factory, but I learned the most. <laughs> but it was, but it was, but I learned the most there too. So, man, um, yeah. This let me just tell you about the factory. So, <laughs> I'm running this. I'm. I, I like that I said, finish the factory, and that was the worst job. But yeah, keep going. Well, it was only because I was operating this machine that you know there was no doors on this machine, and there was a fucking this propane blower that had to, to keep this steel wheel super hot and i was running three of these machines at a time you know just to fucking fold this metal bottle around and you know 
It was super hot. It was super sticky. It was actually the worst position in that factory to work at. So not only was the factory a shitty job, but I was the shittiest of the shittiest, you know, job there. And they knew it. It was hot. It was, it was, it was very hot, especially during the summertime. I'm back there with like a wife beater in gym shorts and getting burned. Like 90 degrees. It was like 95 degrees in that, in that, in that shop. And I'm, what? and I'm hovering above open flames. Dude. Sounds like, like they need that unit you gave the children's hospital, man. It need to be cooled out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to come. I'm like, I'm going to HVAC. I'm, I need, I need to cool off. <laughs> like, <laughs> the factory sounds hot. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was, you know, it was just a dangerous job. It was just, it was dangerous. Yeah, so. yeah man. I mean, I remember, man, one of the I mean, like, to me, I had a lot of shitty jobs. And, like, having a bad job comes down, like, it's really, like, who you work for can, like, make a difference. You could have a good job but a terrible boss and it's a bad job. One of the worst people I ever worked for was working for you. When I worked... (laughs) Okay, you're cool. (laughs) You piece of shit. But (laughs) You make it... You you are actually that... Actually, that, you know, the the pizza job, that caught me some... Taught me some things because when I moved to New York, uh, and I, I had to work, you know, when I was in college, uh, I worked at the cafeteria in college. That is the most embarrassing thing because it's like, oh, yeah, you can't, no one's going to want to hang out with you, you know, because they just see you as like, that's the cafeteria guy, you know, and then you're in class, right. people think you're dumb because even like your teachers go to the cafeteria, everyone goes <laughs> there to get something to eat. It's like, oh, you're the guy who messed up my, my, my nachos, you know. <laughs> But, what a uh, retard. <laughs> he, works, he works in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like for real, dude, it was it was rough. And like when I dude, was working I had to volunteer there, at Goodwill. I had to volunteer at Goodwill one time and that that was probably like the worst, dude. But that wasn't I wasn't getting paid to be there. I just had to I had to volunteer there and dude, it was why did you have to volunteer like like for like court order volunteer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well yeah, so anyway, listen though. So with the with the cafeteria. Uh, there was, uh, I was, I was living on campus. I'm broke. I'm way older than everyone else. I was like that Van Wilder movie, but like, I wasn't getting any girls or no one that party with me. Cause I was just a weird old guy, you know? And I was drinking booze heavily, you know? So I was just like the weird old drunk guy. But, um, when I, when I was there, um, I remember like, I hated that job and I was broke because you, I got, I got, I had that and I worked at the bookstore. The bookstore was like Barnes and Nobles for all the textbooks. So that was cool, but it wasn't as many hours because you only need textbooks in the beginning and in the end. You only need employees there because they got to either take the books back that people rented or they're trying to sell the books or you're in the beginning when people need to buy the books. Other than that, like the other months of the year, you just, you're not getting a lot of hours. So I had to pick up a second job at that cafeteria and I was just broke. I was living on like, I mean, you know, my rent was covered and I had a little meal plan, but um, I needed extra money for stuff, phone bill and just entertainment. And sometimes you want extra food because the cafeteria is closed. So I would like, at that cafeteria, we had to throw out everything. We had to weigh it and throw out. They want to know how much food you're throwing out. You know, some throw out three pounds yeah. of pizza, you know, whatever. And then they'd yell at you about it. So something I started doing was like, just like smuggling the food 
And like I, like, I learned it from some of the guys who worked there because like two kinds of people work in that cafeteria, either students, you know, who really don't give a shit or the people that are like, that's the only job they can get. And they're probably like from prison or something. And uh, so, I mean, a lot of the guys, they told me that. That's why I'm saying that. And uh, they they were they were cool, though. And they, they told me, like, yeah, man, you know, if you're hungry and you're a cook, then you're an idiot. So you got to, like, steal food. So I would put the food in, like, my locker. I would, like, put it in my pocket. Like, you know, I wouldn't steal in soup or nothing weird. But I would, like, you know, anything you could take with you. So I would, like, take a piece of pizza and, like, wrap it in foil and shove it in my pocket and then go to my locker and put it in my book bag. And I... I I mean, I, I was stealing from the cafeteria when I was a student at both schools, I guess. <laughs> You're like Charlie, Charlie from It's Always Sunny, and be like, yeah, having a, having a bag of soup. Yeah, but I, I was taking who like, has I a took, bag like, of soup. <laughs> I'd make like like sandwiches or uh, little like strombolis, a lot of pizza stuff. But I was using them Donato scales, man, and like hand tossing my dough. And I, I was really good at making the pizza, so I must have did like the pizza jobs. But uh, they had, like, a real cool, like, brick oven. It was, it was pretty cool. And I would make little, like, slices of pizza and then cut them up and wrap them up in the foil. And I would bring them home, share with my roommate and stuff. It was cool. But, yeah, man, I was I was a little pizza thief, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, man, what other job do you think um, – you would want in the future now. We talked about shitty jobs and talk about future jobs. Like after, like now that you have this, would you want to one day like have your own business or become some kind of supervisor or maybe be like a trade school teacher? What do you What are you thinking? Like where are you going to be in like ten years from now? Now that you got the trade so, skills, what are you going to do with them after this? So that's a good that's a good question. Um, it's really hard to see where I'd even be, you know, five years from now, really. Um, but you know, in the HVAC, you can be, you can be an installer, you can be a service tech who goes around and does maintenance and changes out parts and stuff, or you can be in sales where you're the guy selling the equipment and they do really well. Like, you know, they're like car salesmen. Nice. Um, or you could be install manager, service manager, you know, if that's your forte. Um, you know, you could also be a warehouse guy, you know, but that would be a downgrade for me. Um, but, you know, I could see myself, like, being an old man, just being a warehouse guy, like, you know, as long as they pay me, all right, you know, something like that, you know. Because I can't I can't do these installs and be crawling around in attics for the rest of my life, you know. So. Yeah, I thought you were going to say salesman. Like, that's the way you were pitching it. I thought you were coming with the sales, like. I could see you hustling these things, man. You said they made the most money. Why wouldn't you? Why are you selling yourself short? You could be the salesman. Come on. Well, what I, what I'm saying, like I could be like, <laughs> I'm talking about if I'm like real old, like if I'm like retired already. Yeah. Why would you want to be working in a warehouse again? You said that was terrible. They're not the air conditioning. You want to be you want to be the salesman or the owner. Of course. You, know, you of, course some... of course, I want the to be the salesman. That was that was the idea of going to HVAC school. All right. I was worried because you said warehouse. You, you like built this thing up this this salesman career and you're like but i'm gonna be in the warehouse and i'm an old man <laughs> like some kind of troll goblin old man like just welcome to the warehouse <laughs> well i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying that that wouldn't be you gotta be a salesman kevin 
it wouldn't be like too bad. I'm talking about the the guy who just uh, counts the inventory in the truck and stocks stuff for the HVAC stuff. Like All right, my, that doesn't sound too bad. I thought you meant you're going back to the blowtorch hell job with the with the no, 95 degrees. <laughs> no, I'm still talking talking about HVAC. I'm just talking about I'd be like yeah, yeah, I know, I know. If I was old and retired and already have my house and grandkids and stuff, I maybe I would just want to be you know some dude in the warehouse that does paperwork. Basically, is all. Um, right, man. You know, after I've already been a salesman and you know stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. That's your. I got. I or, think I would go back to like working at the movie theater. Like after I retire from teaching, and I'm like 90 years old or not 90, but you know 70 or something maybe i'll go back to the movie theater because that was a pretty that was a cool job you got free movie tickets i can give them to my grandkids for something some easy little pushing job you don't really do much you make a little extra money here and there you kind of chill out okay or or there's there's gonna be in the classroom anymore at that point (laughs) but wait there's more um so (laughs) once i graduated tech school i was also you know i'm able to go back to sinclair for, and for two years, I can complete a program or less, like two years or less, I can complete a, pro, a mechanical engineering program. Okay. So I've already accumulated credit credit points or credit hours towards a mechanical engineering degree. Nice. So, okay, I so now you're going to plug back into college. You went full circle. I like that. I like that. This is where we're going to end. I like this. Keep going. So basically, yes, I left that out. So. I had that option, um, so I could look into that. And so, like I said, maybe I don't want to be an HVAC guy for the rest of my life. And yes, it might wind me back into a factory, but in an office position, you know, working on you know much more technical shit. Nice. I might actually wind up in a factory one day, but I might be baking. 75k you know 80k a year so nice. that would be great um you know if i do look into it i'd have to really figure it out and as long as i can go to school at night um it wouldn't be an issue and i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't have to quit my you know normal hvac job just to go to school so yeah i'd have to figure all that out but <clears throat> yeah I can get a mechanical engineering degree. It's already halfway, already halfway there. Nice, man. Well, hey, man, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. We both got to work in the morning and, you know, I know you got stuff to do, but thanks a lot for doing this podcast. I like that you brought that in for an ending. That's a killer ending, man, going full circle with it. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, you know, a nice introduction and uh, I've been making like different beats or not really making them, but like sampling and mixing them. Uh, every podcast i'm gonna get you a good beat i promise man and uh you're the first guest i had that wasn't a teacher you're the first guest i had that has also listened to an episode of the podcast so uh you know just so you know i, I did mix those beats from uh other samples so that was you know, i'll give you something all new just for you i'm gonna take some time on it man but uh yeah man it's good to have you on here uh that was that was way better than the first one there's no hurricane my son's sleeping you, you didn't hear one peep from him Everything's going great, and uh, I miss you. Can't wait to see you again, and I wish you the best in your future with whatever path you take, man, and 
I'm happy that you got this career and you're doing great. Miss you too, man. I'm glad to hear that you're doing good, man. Mr. Clark, man. After school special. Dig it. Spectacular. After school spectacular. But, but thank you. And uh, have a good one. <laughs> All right, bye. Have a good one, man. Peace. All right, man. See you.